Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Welcome to Selk Grassroots. This podcast and all of our podcasts are sponsored by the Down to Play app, Match Arc, Magpie Recruitment, Skipper Sportswear, The Grassroot Graphics, Borden Sports Youth, Grassroots Football, GRF, Awards FC, and A Rush Laser Tag. Our charity 11 team is sponsored by Borden Sports Stop Bullying Campaign, Black Eagle Athlete, Arithmetic Accountants, and our shirt sponsors, front of shirt sponsor is at NJPGD. Let's get on with it. Hello and welcome to the Barnet Sunday League portion of the Celt podcast. In our Premier Division, Zaza 2, Mill Hill Club, the Football 1. And in our Game of the Week, Olympia 3, Heavy Hitters nil. I did go for a 4-2 win for Olympia. I thought they'd have too much for Heavy Hitters. Uh, but again, another very dominant performance for Olympia. Uh, 100% record in the league and they look like they're cruising to the title this year. In the Championship, Horizon 6, Supreme Athletic 3. And in our game of the week, Showtime 1, North London Athletic 7. Another very, very dominant win for North London Athletic. I put them down for a 4-1 win. Showtime had been playing better of late. Uh, got some good wins, especially in the Cup. But they fall to a, a comprehensive battering against the league leaders. Division 1, AFC Oakwood 3, AFC Rose 0. Uh, I'd like to tell you more about our performance, but uh, I wasn't there. I've been uh, struggling with illness, so unfortunately I didn't make it. It wasn't the right thing to do, but again, we have to go next week. Um, South Top United 3, Continental 7. In Division 2, FC Deportivo 5, Ammonia U 4. Underdogs nil, Highgate Albion thirds one, and in our game of the week, a Real Menza five, Sopranos nil. A uh, bit of a bit of a shocker here, really. Um, we had played both teams. I thought Real Menza were the better team as well. I think they deserved to beat us two weeks ago. Whereas when we played Sopranos, uh, I, I believe we were the better team, and uh, we were unlucky to to only get to penalties in that game. But yeah, very comprehensive win for Real Menza. And they're going in in a upwards trajectory and uh, Soprano's struggling recently as well. Um, so hopefully for them, they can bounce back. Uh, yeah, but another defeat for them. In Division 3, Albany Athletic 8, Armenian Youth Association 1, uh, North London Athletic Reserves 2, NLR 1, and Northumberland Park Rangers 1, AFC Edmonton 4. In Division 4, Locomotive Thunder 0, Northwest Wolves 2, Roven Reporters 1, Cricklewood 2, Shentry Athletic 2, East Finchley 0, and Whetstone FC 14, Camden FC 1. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know what is happening with Camden FC, but they just keep losing by double digits so um yeah we're not sure what's happening there but another very very big defeat for them division five atletico grammar two cognac athletic one 
Enfield Albion four, New Barnet three, uh, Mill Hill Club the Football seconds three, Camden Lock two, and Radlett Town nil, London Orient two. In Division six, Royal Parfrenope ten, Racing Keeblers one, Ammonia Youth seconds eight, Underdogs Reserves nil, London Football School four, Southgate Rovers nil. And Nissy reserves for AFC Trent three in the Veterans League in the Veterans Division East. AFC Muswell Hill Vets nil Continental fifty eight three and London Turkish Masters nine Roven Reporters four in the Veterans Division West. Brookhouse Vets one Ivy Leaf Dolphin Vets seven into the Cup action. In one of our games of the week in the Middlesex Sunday Premier Cup, Highgate Albion nil, Hammersmith Town one. I did go for a three-one win for Hammersmith Town. I thought they'd have too much for Highgate Barnet League team, um, but it proves that it was just a bit of a, you know, it was a closer game than I thought it'd be, and uh, Hammersmith just about, you know, pulling through in that one. In the Middlesex Veterans Cup, Crouch and Vampires 3, Southgate Olympic 5. In the Roger Jones Challenge Cup, Brillix Ball 1, Pantera 6. And AC Finchley 4, Edmonton Rovers 1. And in what, the last game of the week, in the Premier Cup, Memetchik Galata 4, Enfield United 4, Memetchik winning 4 2 on penalties there. This seems like an, an absolute classic here. Um, Memetchik 3-0 up at half-time as well. Enfield United showing that resilience that they've showed this season as well. Um, they've obviously been 100% in the league, but they've had some, you know, scary moments and pulled through them. And uh, they nearly got the job done, unfortunately for them, losing out on penalties in the London Veterans Cup. West London Casuals 5, West Fulham Vets 4. In the London Sunday Trophy, Interman Razor 24, 5, Fireside 3, Oakwood A3, North East Lions 0, Future Legends 5, New World 2, Highgate Albion Reserves 0, Boundary Estate 2, North London um, in the Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's in the Saturday Trophy as well. North London Cots, five. East London Ballers, nine. In the London Sunday Junior Cup, AC Muswell Hill, six. Sloan FC, two. Ram, one. Made a via four. In the Veterans Cup, Sheba Old Stars, two. West London Vets, one. Anatolians Vets, one. London Lions Vets, three. And in the AFA Veterans Cup, uh, Alexandra Park Vets giving West London Casual Vets uh, away walkover. So into the fixtures now in our Premier Division. Wait a minute. In our Premier Division. There we go. Um, Mill Club to Football taking on heavy hitters. The Wrongans taking on Park Royals. Zaza facing Highgate Albion. And in our game of the week, two teams... Uh, off the back of good results, Olympia winning in the league and Memetchik going through in the cup. Tough game against Enfield United. But I think Olympia, again, will maintain their 100% record. I think Memetchik actually have the quality to, you know, 
causing problems. But I think Olympia will pull through. I've gone for a 4-2 win for Olympia there. In the championships, Supreme Athletic taking on Hinton under 23s. Barnet Borough facing Enfield United. And in my game of the week, Komi Kabir taking on Horizon. Should be an entertaining affair. I think Komi will have too much for Horizon. I've gone for 3-1 win for Komi. Into Division 1, South Tottenham United taking on Berylic Sport. AFC Rosa taking on Highgate Albion Reserves. And in my game of the week, two teams in good form. Oakwood taking on Interman Razor 24. Uh, we've played both teams. Uh, very well, you know, drilled teams. Good, good attacks. I think Interman Razor will have too much. Um, especially if their main players play. A lot of quality up front uh, with their main strikers. Um, I think they'll win this game. I've gone for a 4-2 win for them. In Division 2, Northeast Lions taking on Sopranos. And in my game of the week, Real Menza taking on Highgate Albion Thirds. Two teams in very good form at the moment. Um, I do think Real Menza will win this game. I've gone for a 3-1 win for them. In Division 3, NLR taking on Muswell Hill. Division 4, Locomotive Thunder taking on Camden FC. Um, Shentry Athletic taking on Cricklewood. East Finchley taking on Rovers Reporters. Division 5, Mill Club to Football taking on Edmonton Rovers. Mill Club to Football seconds, that is. In Division 6, London Football School taking on Underdogs Reserves. No Ball Games taking on Racing Keeblers. And Royal Parthenope taking on Southgate Rovers. In the Veterans Division, the Veterans Division East. London Turkish Masters Vets taking on AFC Muswell Hill Vets into the cup action. In the Roger Jones Challenge Cup, Gal All-Stars taking on New World. Ammonia Youth taking on Showtime. In the John Motson Challenge Cup, Armenian Youth Association taking on AFC Rose. Trent Park facing Continental. New Barnet taking on Camden Lock. North East Lions facing Beryllic Spore. North London Athletic seconds taking on Ammonia Youth seconds. Pantera taking on Nissi seconds. Radlett Town taking on Northumberland Park Rangers. Underdogs vs Albany Athletic. Whetstone FC taking on London Orient. Maidavia facing Fireside. And Nissi taking on AFC Edmonton. In the Junior Cup, Northwest Wolves taking on North London Colts. In the BSFL Shield, Enfield Albion taking on Konietz Athletic. In the Veterans Cup, Overleaf Dolphins taking on West London Casuals. London Lions taking on Continental 58. Alexandra Park Vets taking on Roving Reporters Vets. Brookhouse Vets taking on Trent Park Vets. Anatolians Vets taking on Shibu Old Stars Vets. And West London Vets taking on Crouch and Vampires Vets. Join us next week. We'll have the results and the fixtures from the Barnet League. Hello and welcome to South London, uh, Bromley South London Football League, part of the South podcast, all around the league this week. Daniel Horace here, Secretary of the League, reporting on results, uh, update on tables and a look ahead to fixtures for the uh, coming weekend. So, first of all, Results from this last Saturday, 25th of November. We did lose a few games due to the rain. Uh, we had two games waterlogged and another game actually where at ground office where they'd had a, a burst pipe and some sewage on the pitch. Doesn't sound very nice. But let's go to the results from Saturday. And first of all, we have 
uh, Ridge Lane Division Three, Division Two. Sorry. Now, without Blackheath Village playing, they were one of the teams who got rained off. Um, it was a chance for Langley Park Athletic to go back of the table, and they took it—a narrow one-nil win against Falconwood Development. Falconwood Development have also been up there in the mix in terms of promotion. So, um, a good win for Langley Park Athletic. Um, and the other result from that day, we only had one other league game. Uh, actually, two more league games. So, Blackheath on form, won four-one at home to Beckenham Town Juniors, and Standard Ballers seven-nil against Teviot Rangers. A really good win for. Um, for them, I know Terrick Rangers has been struggling for players of late. So, um, Langley Park Athletic, they say top of the table, one point ahead of Blackheath Village, uh, and they've played the same amount of games. Standard Ballers are three points behind Blackheath Village, four points behind Langley Park Athletic, LP Athletic, and they've got two games in hand, so they could definitely make that move. Uh, Falconwood are in fourth on 16 points, and then Blackheath and Teviot both on 13 points. If Blackheath win their two games in hand as well, they would go level on points with Blackheath Village. So really gearing up to be a really competitive division, which is what we want. Uh, Red Velvet too, they've only played six games. So I mean, if they won the three games they've got in hand, it's a big ask, but nine more points, they'd be on 20 points. They could go top. So um, it really is a very, very competitive division. That one. Right, on to Jim Hampson. Um, also, I should mention some of the goal scorers there as well, actually, because um, some good individual performances in the standard borders game, two goals for Reese Campbell and two goals for Dennis McLaughlin. Um, for Blackheath, um, two goals for Jason Carl Hammett. And um, worth giving you the winning goal, I guess, for LP Athletic in such an important game, Thomas Finnan. Uh, on to Jim Hampson Division 1. And we had a few games here. Um, three league games. Um, again, one loss to the weather, so we've got ground hoppers one. So first of all, um, Elton Eagles, they suffered um, defeat last time out for the first time this season against AFC Oldsmiths. And what sounded like from the referee's report, a bit of a, um, a feisty battle, if I put it, put it nicely. Uh, well, Elton Eagles are back on form. They're back to the top of the table. They won 5-1 away at Bexley A, which is a really good result. Bexley A was setting the pace at the beginning of the season. Uh, different goal scorers for Elton Eagles there. Uh, I've only recorded four of them, which is a bit odd. Takes them to the top of the table. And then we have London Legends 3, Stansfield 1. Uh, London Legends also on form. And Stansfield were near the top of the table before. Takes London Legends up to third. And then in the other game, we had Old Peppies came back from 3-1 down at half-time to draw 3 all with Atletico Londres. Uh, keeps Old Peppies, uh, Old Peeps just in the relegation zone. Um, and Atletico Londres doesn't do them any good in terms of closing that gap, but another really competitive division. If we go Elton Eagles are top on 15 points, then we've got Beckenham and London Legends on 13, Old Smiths on 12, Stansfield and Bexie A on 11, and Atletico Londres on 10. Um, and five points between uh, first and seventh. Really incredibly tight division. It's what we like to see tight, competitive uh, divisions. Um, not so the case at the in the John Cooper Premier, though, sadly, where a couple of teams seem to be running away with it, really. Um, so results today, the top two won again. Orpington Reserves won, Sporting Club Beckenham four. Uh, good win for Sporting Club Beckenham. Two goals for Lewis Longhurst off the bench. Shows that that was probably a slightly more challenging game than you'd think. Old Rome, 5-2 winners against Falconwood Reserves. I know they had a sending off in this one. Two goals for Samuel Spong, two for Linton Burr off the bench. And Pat Brennan with the other one. Um, it means at the top of the table now, um, Sporting Club Beckenham, 28 points already from 10 games. They're 10 points clear of Old Roan, although Old Roan do have three games in hand. Old Roan on 18 points, and they are eight points clear of Ollam and Elton Town. So, um, I mean, Westwick and Albion, Bethany have got some games in hand. They could close that gap. But at the moment, it really is looking like a two-horse race. 
Uh, Sporting Club Beckham and Old Roan. Old Roan are going to have to win all those games in hand to even make it competitive. Otherwise, Sporting Club Beckham are going to run away with it like they did last year. Right. In our cup competitions, we had uh, some games in the uh, Ron Pope Cup. First of all, let's go to that one. AFC Bethwin 2. Um, AFC Bethwin Cross now, so it wasn't played um, due to a mix up there in terms of the venue and updating the referee and the opposition where the game was going to take place. So we'll have to discuss that one in committee. Then we had some uh, Queen Mary Cup games and these one went to form. I thought last week maybe we'd have an upset, but we didn't. Farmer Reserves beat Red Velvet 7-2. Bit of a mismatch this one. Top Division 2. Um, Division two. Um, TJ Cody with a couple of goals in that win for Farnborough um, Reserves. Um, and then we had one other game in the uh, Cup and that was Beckenham first team against Orpington Development. This is near the top of the first and the third round. This is a first round game, this one. So Farnborough was a second round game. They're into the third round. This is a first round game. Beckenham won 9-1 against Orpington Development. A hat-trick for Lorenzo Dizelka-Buka and a hat-trick off the bench for Chinoso Emekek-Wue, who got all those goals in the second half. So some performance by him. Then we had the County Cup games. Uh, so London County Cup. Um, sadly, Eltham Town are out. Lost 4-1 to RPFC. Um, but AFC Oldsmiths are through. 1-0 winners away to Dulwich Village of the Kent County uh, League. So good win for AFC Oldsmiths. Keep some interest in that for um, the Bromley South London Football League clubs. Right, we've had a little update on the table. So let's have a look at fixtures for next weekend. We've got um, in our... Let's go down from the Division 2. Shall we? Red, um, Red Velvet at home to Beckenham Knights. And Standard Ballers at home to Falconwood Development. That game looks like a real cracker. Um, standard ballers, if they win their games in hand, will be right in the mix. They're, they're in third at the moment. Falconwood Development are in fourth, so really big game, that one. Then um, Jim Hampson Division 1. We've got AFC Oldsmiths at home to Old Peeps. Old, AFC Oldsmiths closing that gap on the leaders. Old Peeps picking up their form. Eltham Eagles, leaders at home to Groundhoppers. Uh, FC Thamesme, bottom of the table at the moment, but being competitive at home to Atletico Londres. London Legends at home to Crofton Albion. Legends in third at the moment. And then Stansfield A against Bexley A. Bit of a grudge match that one after what happened last season in their double header to decide the title. Then John Cooper Premier Division. Falconwood Reserves against AFC Bethwin. And Farnborough Reserves against Sporting Club Beckenham. Can anyone stop the Sporting Club Beckenham juggernaut? Maybe Farnborough will be the team to do it. They're battling them for promotion last season. Then in the Cups, we've got games in all our Cups. Elizabeth Jakes, first of all, round one. Orpington Development against Blackheath. You'd expect Blackheath to win that given their current form. Orpington Development have only been able to beat Beckenham Knights so far. Uh, Ron Pope, first round. Old Rony against Eltham Town. That's a good game, that one. Eltham Town gone all the way in our Cups recently, in recent years. And then Queen Mary Cup. We've got some first round games. Orpington Reserves against Langley Park Athletic. Possible upset there on the cards. And then West Wickham Albion at home to Beckenham Town Juniors. Expect West Wickham Albion to win that one. And then in the Queen Mary Cup second round, we've got Beckenham at home to Olham. Uh, again, possible upset. But Beckenham doing well in Division 1, but Olham are doing well in the Prem. So you'd expect to see them um, go through into the next round. Right, that's all from me. Um, thanks for listening. And hopefully potential snow on Thursday and Friday doesn't happen and we get our games played this weekend. OK, thanks, babe. Hello and welcome to this Essex Alliance League roundup as we look at the November football action and look ahead to what's coming up in the next month. So we begin in the senior division and this is still led by FC Barese. That gap at the top for them is now 7 points. Sitting in second place are Chadwell Heath Spartans on 28 points who've had a reasonable month but a couple of blips recently have seen that gap open up slightly at the top. 
In third place are Woodford East, who do have games in hand on both of the sides above, um, but they have dropped a few points in the in the last few weeks. But they sit a, a point behind the second place side, therefore sitting third. It's been a good month for Walthamstow, however, sitting fourth in the table. Uh, 25 points to their name from their 15 games so far this season. They've had a good spell. As have fifth place Haringey Borough, who are on the same points but trail on goal difference, albeit with a game in hand. They sit fifth uh, with 25 points from 14. The team with a lot of the aces up their sleeve are sixth place Lymore Gardens, who uh, only have played 11 games so far, accruing 23 points, meaning that they have three games in hand on the league leaders, and of course they still have to play them too. Down in seventh spot, and it's been a difficult spell for FC Petricub, who have dropped to seventh with 19 points from their opening 12 games, albeit they are still involved also in the London Senior Trophy coming up. Down in eighth spot, are uh, Rapid Chingford, who sit a point behind Petra Cup with 18 points from 12 games. Again, another difficult spell there for the side based at Lakeside. Down in ninth place are Bakers 693, who are on 16 points with five wins and a draw from their opening 13 games. And just below them are an improving Priory Park Rangers side, sitting 10th in the table. A good run of results has seen them climb up into that spot. Four victories and two draws from 13 for the promoted side there. In 11th place are Friendford Development, who with a point a point behind Priory, but with, with a game in hand, with four victories and a draw to their name. Down in 12th place, with games in hand, are Averley under-23s, who have won three and drawn three of their opening 11, giving them 12 points. In the first of the relegation places sit Sporting Hackney, although they do also have games in hand, sitting two points from safety with three victories and a draw to their name. Down in 14th place, promoted CSM London. Uh, just the one victory to their name, disappointing so far from them. Two draws, giving them five points and sitting five points behind the side above them. And a point behind them are full, uh, 15th place Kit Out London, who have played 14 games. So they've reached the halfway point in the season now. Just the one victory for them and one draw. Those two sides being in, in a danger dangerous position at the moment. We move on now into Premier Division East, and at the top of the table here are Fairlock Rovers with seven victories from seven games played, giving them a maximum 21 points so far, and a six-point lead over the chasing pack. That chasing pack begins with second place Onger Town, who are on 15 points from their eight games played, with five victories to their name in those eight, eight games. And that's almost the same record as third place Newbury Athletic, who trail on goal difference only from Town, sitting third also with five wins. A couple of points further back and with a game in hand on the teams above, so could move second, Waltham Abbey A sit fourth with 13 points, four victories and a draw to their name for the Abbots. Down in fifth place are Dagenham United, who have three wins and three draws to their name, giving them 12 points so far, sitting right in the middle of the table there. And that's the same number as sixth place Unity, who also have 12 points, albeit from just five games, four victories to their name. They are a side who could move into second spot if they were to win their games in hand. Down in seventh place and six points behind that group of six above them, Seoul have one victory and three draws to their name in their seven games that they've played so far this term. The same number of points as eighth place something from nothing who have won two in seven so far this term, giving them six points. And it's also six points for ninth place Leighton City, who are already into the second half of their season in regards to the number of games played. They also have six points and two victories.
Bottom of the table, as things stand, are Redbridge Community, the only side in the division yet to win a game. They have one point from their opening seven. Into Premier Division West, and the, the real good chase going on here in this division, where Philip United are top of the table with 25 points from 10 games, eight victories and a draw, just a solo defeat there. But just a point behind are second place Snaresbrook with eight victories, um, but two defeats to their name mean they trail by a point sitting second. Those two really are going hammer and tong for the title. And not far behind them are third place Newham Wanderers, who have played a game more, seven wins and a draw in those games, giving them 22 points, two points behind the promotion places. Then there's a bit of a gap forming, but games in hand on the, with the sides below, beginning with Renegades sitting fourth, who have won five of their opening eight games, giving them 15 points. Two points further back are fifth place London Cranes, with four wins and a draw to their name, um, sitting them comfortably in fifth. Uh, a point ahead of two teams locked on 12 points and almost identical records here also. Sixth place Wapping with four victories in seven and also four wins in seven from London Park City who sits seventh out on 12 points. Bit of a gap then down to the sides below beginning with Barkinside under 21s who sit eighth in the table with two wins and a draw and um, giving them seven points. Two teams then locked on six points which is ninth place FC Baresi Reserves who have done well in the Cups, but only won two in the league so far, giving them two wins from their opening 10 fixtures, which is the same as North East Lions, who have spent much of the, the um, season so far sitting bottom of the table. But a win at the weekend, their second of the season in nine games, moves them onto six points and outside of the relegation zone. In 11th place, uh, Newham, Af Newham Athletic Newham A, with one win only and one draw, gives them four points, almost identical record to bottom of the table once did, also sitting there with one win and one draw. Into Division 1 now, and top of the table here, again, another good battle forming. Uh, the Peacocks, Woodford East Reserve, sit top of the standings with six wins and two draws, giving them 20 points from their opening 10 games. They're now well into the second half of their league campaign. But sitting in second are Ocean Pacific, one of three sides, probably you'd say, are in with a challenge here. Five wins and a draw from eight so far I mean they are four points behind with 16. And that's the same number of points as third place Saint City, who have only played the seven games with five victories and a draw. They're giving them 16 points and again, a real, real possibility that they could chase down the leaders if they were to win their games in hand. And that's also the same that could be said for Royal Lions, who sit fourth, having only been beaten for the first time at the weekend, just gone. From their eight games that they've played, they've won four, drawn three, and only lost one, as I say, um, 15 points to their name. Down in fifth spot, we have Old Estamians, who are at the halfway mark now in their season. Uh, a bit of a mixed campaign for them. Nine games played, three wins, three draws, three losses. Very symmetrical, um, and 12 points to their name. The early season leaders were Chingford Athletic Reserves, who are on 10 points, and but have, have stumbled a little bit in more recent weeks. Three wins and a draw for, for the side based in Chingford there. Down in seventh place, we find Lymore Gardens under 23s, who have won three of their opening nine games, giving them nine points. Um, and that's three points ahead of the first of the relegation places in Freetown, who have two wins from seven, giving them six points. But bottom of the table and just a single point so far, Haringey United, um, just one draw to their name in their debut season. Into Division 2, and again here we have a side with a perfect record, Royal Forest, with seven wins from seven games, giving them a maximum 21 points, and only five goals conceded, showing you where their strength lies. 
They are presently four points clear of the team in second who have played two games more as well. That side being Old Barcabians with five victories and two draws, um, seeing them up to second spot. The side with games in hand are Collier Row Reserves, who have two in hand on the team in second at least. They've won five and drawn one of their seven, giving them 16 points, um, sitting a point outside of the promotion places as things stand. Uh, Raynham and Barking Phoenix are another side who have games in hand. In fact, they have two in hand on the teams above. Uh, were they to win those, they could move second. Uh, four victories from five so far this year. Frenford A sit in fifth spot, right in the middle of the table with seven points from seven games, those having come from a couple of wins and a draw. Uh, that's the same record almost as Chadwell Heath Spartans Reserves, also with seven points from two wins and a draw, but that has come from nine games, so a couple more played for them. Dagenham United Reserves have a game in hand. They sit on six points uh, with from two wins so far. That's three points ahead of the first of the relegation spots, which starts with Chingford Harriers with one win from from their seven games following promotion. And bottom of the table, as things stand, Redbridge Community Reserves with just a point to their name so far. That coming from a draw, um, but only five games played and a long way in the season still to go. Down into Division 3, our final division. Um, and we look ahead here to uh, the league leaders who are Woodford Town under-23s, uh, who have won eight from their opening 10 games, giving them 24 points. Um, but they only sit top by virtue of probably having played more games than the sides below them. Um, because in second spot, we have Collier Row Wheels with seven victories from seven games. Another side with that exact same record, giving them 21 points to their name. Uh, three games in hand and only three points to make up on the side above. They look like a side to be to be reckoned with. Down in third spot, uh, Old Parkonians A um, have had a good good spell of it recently, albeit a loss at the weekend. But they've had seven wins from ten so far this term, giving them 21 points. Down in fourth place, and Glendale... Uh, who have had a bit of a stumble in, in November. Uh, five victories from 10 and two draws, giving them 17 points, but now a four-point gap to make up on the side above and a seven-point gap to make up on the teams at the top. Down in fifth place, changing lives with games in hand, could move as, up as high as third spot. They have five wins and a draw to their name and 16 points for the side based in Harlow and a very healthy goal-scoring record to boot. In sixth place are Melbourne Sports with four wins and three draws in their opening 11 games of the year. They're at the halfway mark of the season now. We've given them 15 points so far. And in seventh spot are Romford Flyers, one of the team, two teams actually, to beat the league leaders this season. They did that at the weekend just gone. That was their fourth win of the year, um, giving them a total of 14 points from their opening 10. A bit of a gap then forms down to 8th place Broadway Athletic who have 3 wins from their 9 games played so far this year. A game in hand on the sides above so they could of course close that gap. Uh, a point then further down to Buckhurst Way with 2 wins and 2 draws to their name giving them 8 points. And then we get to the bottom 2 sides Newham and Haven Borough who have played 8 so far. Just the one sole victory um, giving them their, their three points there. And that was over the team sitting at the bottom of the table, who are Beckton Sporting Club, um, the only side in the league yet to record a point. They've had nine defeats from nine. Um, and, of course, they'll be looking to improve things as we reach the second half of the season. So that rounds off the November action. Of course, we have uh, three more weeks of football taking place in the Alliance, with games running in up to the 16th of December for most divisions, with the Step 7 Senior Division running up until Saturday the 23rd of December before the short break into early January. 
So that brings to a close our roundup of the action from November. And we look forward to hopefully bringing you another roundup towards the end of December when we can look at where how things stand around the midpoint of the season as a whole. But for now, we wish you the best. Hello everyone, it's April here from the Hackney and Leighton Sunday League. Apologies for my absence for the past couple of weeks. Unfortunately, I haven't been very well. And as a lot of the grassroots community know, I do this on a volunteer basis. Everything I do for the league and everything I do for this podcast is all volunteer basis. So unfortunately, I had to miss a couple of weeks. I hope you didn't miss me too much. But I'm going to quickly run through the results as I'm still unwell, but I still wanted to make sure I put something out there for you. So, for everyone following, we had a Albert Daniels Cup game this past Sunday. And that was Stratford versus Clapton Community. And Clapton Community straight through to the next round with an amazing win as they beat Stratford 8-1. And then we had a Dickie Davis Cup round and that was between Boca and Limehouse Tigras. And it was Boca that just managed to get the win as they beat Limehouse Tigras 4-3. In our Premier Division, we had Hackney Borough, who faced off against CSM London. And CSM London, not a great start to the season, but three points for Hackney Borough. And commiserations to CSM as they lost 4-2. City East faced off against Badu. This was a crucial game, as the Prem is a very, very tight division. And it was Badu who come away with the three points and a clean sheet as they beat City East 3-0. Crundle faced off against Neva. And from what I heard, Crundle was in the lead. But Neva managed to push through and get the three points as they beat Crundle 3-2. Halichina faced off against Navarino. And Navarino, another good week for them as they beat Halichina 4-0. Moving on to our Division 1 games now, we had Lancaster All-Stars who faced off against Atletico DFZ and what an amazing result for Atletico DFZ as the final result was 13-0. Yes, you heard me correctly, 13-0. Then we had FC Danista who faced off against Mateo and it was Mateo who got the three points as they beat FC Danista 3-1. Division 2 now, we had HL All-Stars who faced off against Limited Pros, and it was HL All-Stars who got the win and the three points as they beat Limited Pros 4-0. Docklands beat the Wenlock 5-2, so another three points for Docklands. Flamengo faced off against Stoke Newton and Youth, and Flamengo with a massive result, 8-1. And lastly, for Division 2, we had Gladstone, who faced off against Keys Athletic, and that was a point apiece. Gladstone 2, Keys Athletic 2. Division 3 now, we had CSM London 2, or CSM Reserve, who faced off against the Badgers, and it was CSM 2. Good start for them, and another good week, as the final result was 5-0 to CSM. Delta faced off against London Jags. London Jags were a great start to the season so far and this week was no different as they beat Delta 4-1. And lastly, we had Wood Green who faced off against Sunday FC. Another good win for Sunday as they beat Wood Green 4-2. And lastly, we have our Division 4. Wojak faced off against Gorillas, and it was Wojak who were victorious as they beat Gorillas 3-0. 
Community Road faced off against Bebo Badgers and it was Community Road who got the win with a massive 6-2. Burbeck Orient faced off against South London Sharks and it was South London Sharks who were victorious with a 4-1 victory. And lastly for our league fixtures and lastly for Division 4 was East London who faced off against FC Carpety and what a shocking result this was. It was a point apiece. So East London scored two, Carpety scored two. That's a shocking result, that one. But that is all the results from this Sunday just gone. So the upcoming fixtures for this Sunday. And the first of our December fixtures so first up we have our cup games this is our dickie davis cup and first up boundary estate will face atletico dfz csm london first team will face keys athletic city east will face hnl all-stars fc neva will face hackney borough navarino will face mateo and uk moldova will face halichina and then we also have a Prem game which will see Badu face off against Crondall. And some more cup games. We have Clapton Community will face Azteca. Mandizi will face the Wenlock. Navarino will face Mateo. Stratford Juniors will face Lancaster All-Stars. Top Grade will face Delta. Then we also have CSM London 2 in the league will face Loxford Lions. I do apologise if I have repeated the cup games. I'm going through the full-time system. And as we know, when you click a division, it shows up twice. So apologies if I do repeat myself. But moving over to division 2 now. So we have in our, we have no league fixtures. Nope, sorry, yes we do. We have Boca Albion who will face off against Flamengo in Division 2. Division 3, we have Millfields will face Bow Badgers. Sunday FC will face Fish Island. And then we also have FC Carpety who will face London Jaguars in the Cup. Division 4. We have Bebo Badgers will face Limas Tigras. Gorillas will face Burbeck Orient. North London Kaisers will face Wojak Sunday. And South London Sharks will face East London. And that is it from me, guys. Apologies for the rushed segment, but I did want to try and get something out for you guys that actually do follow the Hackney and Leighton segment of the podcast. So again, apologies for my absences, but hopefully next week I will be on top form and I will be able to give you all the information you guys need. And that's it from me. And as we always say, over the marshes, game on. Hello, it's uh, Joe doing the Hearts Advertiser Sunday League section of the CELT podcast. Sorry I haven't been available for the last couple of weeks. I was on international duty watching England last week. Um, But yeah, I'm back and got some very interesting results and fixtures to go through uh, with you from this weekend's coming and this weekend's game's just gone. Um, So yeah, I'll start with the results. And in the Premier League, two massive results and a big shock on our hands. Uh, top of the table, Brookman's Park played bottom of the table, Wheat Hampstead Wanderers. 
at at Brookman's Park as well. And the full-time score there, Brookman's Park nil, Wheathampton Wanderers five. Massive result there. Not exactly sure what happens, to be honest. Looking at the uh, start elevens, it looks like Brookman's Park had a relatively strong side. So, yeah, just not uh, not too sure what happened there. But, but yeah, 5-0 Wheathampton. And the second game in the Prem, routine win. Uh, Plough and Harrow, 8. Harbs and Colts, old boys, nil. Um, into Division 1, a uh, couple of games there. Again, two big scorelines. Uh, Hatfield Senior, 7. Uh, Bournemouth Social Club, 2. Um, and Pinewood one, Phoenix Reserves five. Good result there for Phoenix Reserves. Division two, uh, two games. One of them, unfortunately, is a walkover. Uh, Auburn Dynamo getting the home walkover against Brookman's Park Reserves. Unlike them, unlike Brookman's Park, uh, to be given away points. And the other result was TNF one, Oceans eleven nil. Big result for TNF there at the bottom of the table. So yeah, much needed three points. Um, loads of cup action this weekend. As well, um, in the Challenge Cup, uh, Forever Young People 2, Mermaid nil. It was the last game of the Deakin White, which is a, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a, a different tournament. It's, it's a group stage um, where you, there's four teams in the group and you play everyone once. So quite a lot of the games, um, teams are already through. So for instance, the first game, Bournemouth Rovers against Kingland, Kingsland Warriors, uh, Wanderers. Kingsland had nothing to play for, so they just gave Brooklyn, uh, Bournemouth the win. So that's a walkover for them. Uh, Luton, Celtic and Six Bells were both already through, so I'm unsure how strong the sides were there. But Luton, Celtic um, lost 3-0 to Six Bells. Great result for Six Bells. I know how strong Luton, Celtic are. Um, big game uh, for Phoenix. Phoenix have been beating everyone lately. Um, we beat them last week at Stratford Arms. We beat them last weekend in the County Cup, but they had an even tougher Fixture this week against uh, St. Joe's, the National Cup winners, and it ended Phoenix nil, St. Joe's two. Uh, Stratford Arms, the team I uh, represent, um, like I said, we played two one two in this cup, so we was already through and already guaranteed top, and we was playing against Bromham United, quite a distance, um, and we got the text on Thursday from Bromham saying they're going to give us the win. Um, so yep, uh, so we got the walk over there. County Cup, I have to speak about it last week because the result of the the whole tournament so far, every round, um, Little Heath beating St. Joe's, uh, South Oxley 2-1. St. Joe's haven't lost a County Cup game since 2020. They've uh, We've obviously had the, the year off because of COVID, but they've won it two or three years in a row now. So for Little Heath to win that, unbelievable effort from the guys down there. Well done. But unfortunately... They couldn't go any further, um, losing to Hartford Stags 2-1 uh, yesterday. So, yeah, great effort from the boys there, but they bow out of the last 16. Um, in the Intermediate Cup, uh, Hart, um, the County Intermediate Cup, it was Grange United 5, the Ball 1. I'm not sure who Grange United are, to be honest, but to beat the Ball 5-1 is, is some result. Uh, and all Welling Clash, uh, Welling Rangers 2, Welling Warriors 4, well done there. Uh, Wheathampton uh, Wanderers Reserves they've gone very strong in the league unfortunately they lost to Burford 2-0 never heard of Burford don't know anything about them um, in the Jim Lynch Trophy um, it was a battle of the teams in Division 1 um, Six Bells Reserves versus Stratford Arms Reserves um, I was actually at that game this week um, I actually had to go in goal 
for 75 minutes but and I didn't concede any goals but um my predecessor let in two and six bells reserves one two nil uh, so good luck to them in the next round um in the junior cup Marshallwick seven Monday night football club two uh, Royston Rangers nil Hearts Vets nil but Hearts Vets winning five four on penalties well done there uh, St George's versus Rosencrown Mosquito St George's getting a, a home walkover um, Stockford Rovers 3 Phoenix A1 Wellham Warriors Reserves 2 Royston Rangers Reserves 1 and Wheathampton 89 4 Hatfield Comets 1 that's it from the results but fixtures um, loads of us I, I say it every single week but we've got loads of league and cup action this week including uh, the County Cup. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to go through that now. In the Prem, we've got Harbin and Colts Old Boys versus Borenwood. Um, I fancy Borenwood win there. They haven't started the league amazingly. Um, but see, it'd be good for them to get a win under the under their belts. Plough and Harrow versus Six Bells. And that's a close game. I don't know how to call that one. I'd go, I'll sit on the fence, draw. Um, Wheathampstead Wanderers versus Little Heath. Can we have some runners make it two wins out of two? And can Little Heath bounce back from County Cup? Um, their County Cup exit. In Division 1, we've got XL versus Bournemouth Social Club. Uh, the Ball versus Pinewood. Wheathampstead Wanderers Reserves versus Hatfield Seniors. Division 2, we've got Ocean's Eleven versus Saints FC. Six Spurs Reserves versus Brooklyn's Park Reserves. And Stratford Arms Reserves versus Mermaid Reserves. In Division 3, got Hearts Vets versus Hatfield Comets, Royston Rangers versus Rosencrown Mosquito, The Wrestlers versus Marshall Wit Rovers, and Welling Warriors Reserves versus Wheathampstead 89. In Division 4, we've got Hatfield Seniors Reserves versus London Coney United, Monday Night Football Club versus Auburn Dynamo Reserves, and Stockford Rovers versus Royston Rangers Reserves. In the County Cup, we've got a few uh, last 16 ties. Well, actually, no, we've got, well, we've got two last 16 ties, and that's Brookmans Park versus Chell's Rovers and Stratford Arms versus FCB Hemel. And in the last 32 tie, we've got FYP versus Glen Sports. In the Jim Lynch Trophy, we've got Auburn Dynamo versus Wen Rangers. And that is it. Have a good week. That's all for me. This is Andrew Gidley with the NRG Kent County Football League Roundup, starting with the results. In the Premier Division, Bexley 0, Cuxon 1991 2, Minster 4, Fleetdown United 0, New Romney 1, Hawkins Town 3, Peckham Town 1, Kent United 2. In Division 1, AFC Rangers 3, Greenways Aces 1, Bromleyans 1, Metrogas 1, Falkenwood 10, Parkwood Rangers 1, Gironanic 1, Dealtown Reserves 2, Kings Hill 0, Woodensborough 1, Lawsbury Reserves 1, Oxford United 0, Rochester City 4, Minster Reserves 2. In Division 2, Belvedere 3, Bexley Reserves 6, Sinkports 5, Sittingbourne Reserves 1, Crockenhill 1, FC Greenwich 4, Fleetdown United Reserves 0, Stansfeld Reserves 1, Glebe Reserves 5, Wellingtown Reserves 2, Paddockwood 2, Tenton Town Reserves 3, Selinge 0, Aylesford 1, Tombridge Wells Reserves 1, Baypoint 5. 
in Division 3, Boca Juniors 8, Larkford and New Hyde Reserves 2, London Wanderers 1, Gillingham Town 4, Locomotive Canterbury 5, Charing 1, Oxford United Reserves 2, All Stars 2. In the Bill Mantle Orange Regional Cup second round, Ashford 2, Idehill 1. In the Bill Mantle Orange Regional Cup third round, Borden Village 0, Snodland Town Reserves 1, Stansford OMB 3, Welling Park 1. In the Eastern Section Leslie Cup second round, Len Valley 0, Chillum 1. In the London Junior Cup third round, Dulwich Village 0, AFC Oldsmiths 1, Hammersmith 4, Crayford Arrows 0. Imperial College Old Boys 4, Bryden Ropes 1, Langley Sports 1, Exeter Old Boys 4, Long Lane 4, Thames United 0, River Green 0, Equinocchial 4, Sporting Club Thames Reserve 6, Wadham College Old Boys 1. In the AFA Junior Cup second round, Economicals 3rds 2, Idehills Reserves 3. In the DFDS Kent Veterans Cup second round, APM United against Metrogas postponed. Aylesford 2, the Charcoal Vets 2, the Charcoal 1, 4-3 on penalties. Fox 5, MPE Sports 1, MPE nil, APM 1. In the 7X Charity Cup second round, Chelsea 1, Halls Reserves 3, Cutland 91 Reserves nil, Kings Hill Reserves 2, Orpington 7, AFC Greencourt 4. And in the Veterans Divisions in 1, FC Ditton 6, Woodcombe 1, Division 2, Vinters 4, Larkville and New Hyde Veterans 6, and in Division 3, Grain 3, Biddenden 1, Old Smardonians 2, Castle Colts 4. Moving on to the roundup, and in the Premier Division, Billy Somerville's hat-trick and Hawkins Town, a 3-1 win at former club New Romney to move back into second spot in the table, five points behind leaders Hawes. The trouble takes uh, Somerville's tally to 11 for the season in what was the club's fifth successive away game, not helped by home postponements, and they look to host for the first time on Saturday when Peckham Town visit their first home game since October the 7th. Minster's 4-0 win ended Flitdown United's 10-match unbeaten run. Sam Taylor's goal, timed at 49 seconds, gave them the perfect start. Tristan Jevons doubled the lead from the spot four minutes later and added his second 10 minutes before half-time. Todd Jordan got the fourth in the 83rd minute. Kent United came from behind to win 2-1 at Peckham Town, their third successive away win since Del Oldfield took over. Camilio Andres Nieva put the home side in front from the spot seven minutes before the break. Second half goal was there by Tommy Friend and Pat Geddes clinched victory for United to go fifth. Jason Perry and substitute Elfie Davy just two minutes after coming on and Cucks 91 the points in a 2-0 win at Bexley. In the Bill Mantlow Inter-Regional Challenge Cup, top scorer Ryan Lewis and Gary Micklebrook clinched Ashford's 2-1 win over Ide Hill and a third-round trip to local rivals Tenterton. The club have announced that manager John Ripley is stepping away from management to take up a fabulous offer in sport away from the game. However, John is staying in post until the club make a new appointment to ensure there is a smooth transition and will remain at the club long-term in a different role still to be defined. Substitutes Stan Kelly and Elfie Moynes both netted in Stansford OMB Club's 3-1 win over Welling. Jack Gibbons added the other. And Ryan Thompson's late winner sent Snodland Town through, Snodland Town Reserves that is, through at Borden Village. In Division 1, West leaders Falkenwood hit double figures for the second time this month, 10-1 over Parkwood Rangers. 
now one short of 60 in only 10 games. Stacey Petru hit four and prolific Pat Ward two more, the pair now having scored a joint total of 29. Harry Taylor netted his first goal of the season as third place Metrogas drew 1-1 at Bromleyans to stretch their unbeaten run to seven games. Tyrone Andre Rhodes was Brom's scorer in the game which ended 1-1, his fourth of the campaign. Ashley Poppy scored twice as Central and East runners Rochester City beat Minster Reserves 4-2. Substitute Matthew Robinson's 86th minute winner at Kings Hill and Woodnesborough a fourth successive away league win and third spot in the table. While two early goals in the second half, Harry Andrews' penalty and Keaton Jeffries saw Deal Town Reserves home 2-1 at Guru Nanak. And another late winner, Reagan Payne, in 88 minutes, clinched Lord Reserves' victory over Oxford United. In Division 2, Kieran Hubbard and Jake Lang hit two each as St Ports beat Sydneybourne Reserves 5-1, three of them coming in the opening 22 minutes. New signing Josh Byford scored twice as Baypoint won by the same score at Tunbridge Royals Reserves. Bruce Jenkins got the winner for leaders Ellsford at Selinge, while Archie Jeffries scored twice as West leaders Glebe Reserves beat Wellingtown Reserves 5-2, and Elijah Coward hit two as Bexley Reserves for 6-3 winners at Belvedere. In the Les Lakey Cup, Benjamin Walsh hit Chillum's winner in their second round tie victory at Len Valley. Into Division 3, Levi Loiser and Joshua Wheeler scored two each as Boca Juniors beat Larkford and New Hyde Wanderers reserves 8-2. Substitute Alex Burns scored twice as Locomotive Canterbury beat Charing 5-1. And Alexander Abella was on target for the second weekend running as All-Stars drew 2-2 of Oxford United reserves in the only West game played at the weekend. And in the London Junior Cup, Ryan Solon's hat-trick and two by Anthony Fennec, East Sporting Club Tensor Reserves home 6-1 against Wadham Lodge Old Boys. Leading scorer Junior Asmussen with 12 and Carl Bingley 10 were both on target again as Long Lane went through 4-0 against Thames United, while Martin Ortiz came off the bench to score a hat-trick as Equinocchio progressed with a 4-0 win at River Green. And in the 7X Charity Cup, George Maddox and Sandy Francis scored twice as Orbiton won 7-4 against Greencourt. Hawes Athletic made 12 wins out of 13, 3-1 at Chelsfield, while Kings Hill Reserves won 2-0. Goals by Sam Lovegrove and Charlie Paternoster won in each half, earning them victory at Cuxton 91 Reserves. This is the Metropolitan Sunday League, part of the Selk podcast all across the league show, bringing you the results from the previous week, then the fixtures coming up, and at the beginning of the month, a roundup of where we are with the league tables. Starting with the results from the 26th of November, in the Ron Pope Premier, Athletic Deal Down Nil, Brockley Athletic 1, Lions United 1, FC Barker 2, Zavalas 1, Bostianos 0. In the John Pitt Senior, AFC Cell versus Shooters Hill United postponed. Blackwood, uh, Petswood Black Vultures 5, Honor Oak 1. In Division 1, Catford FC 2, FC Rondo 1. Haywards FC 2, Bromley Road 5. Kibbrook Kings 3, Southside Trojans 4. Peoples FC Reserves versus South London Doves postponed. In Bartholomew, FC Karuya 6, the People's FC 1. In the Ted Holder, Orpton Athletic 3, Three Little Birds 0. 
in the Ted Holder. South Hill United got a home walkover against Catford Wanderers in the County Cups. Addiscombe Casuals 2, Lambeth All Stars 1, South London Athletic 1, The Gun Pub 13, and also in the County Cup, Innate United 2, Thames City Blues 4. Now for the fixtures for this week coming up on the 3rd of December, starting in the Ron Pike Premier, Athletic Dildale versus Los Dianos, Brockley Athletic versus Lions United, in John Pitt Senior, Catford Wanderers versus The Peoples, Shooters Hill United versus Honor Oak, South Hill United versus Petswood Black Vultures, in Division 1, Bromley Road versus Three Little Birds, Catford FC versus Kibrook Kings, FC Rondo versus Orpington Athletic, Southside Trojans versus the People's Reserves, in Bartholomew, FC Karuya versus FC Barker, Zavalas versus AFC Cell, and in the Ted Holder, Haywards FC versus Thames City Blues, and New Life United versus South London Athletic. And now for the rundown of each league table. In the Ron Pope Premier, Zavalas leads the way, top of the pile, with 17 points from their seven games. Los Dianos, 15 points from seven games. Lions United, 13 points from eight. Brockley Athletic, 10 from eight. FC Kuya, 9 from four. FC Barker, 8 from six. Lambert Full Stars, 3 from seven. And Athletic Dildale, 3 from seven. Uh, Athletic Dildale bottom by goal difference. Into the John Pitt Senior. Top AFC Cell, 13 points from their five games. Second, Petswood Black Vultures, 13 points from six games. Honor Oak then with 11 from 7. Thames City Blues, 9 from 4. South London Athletics, 7 from 6. People's FC, 7 from 4. Shooters Hill United, 7 from 7. South Hill United, 7 from 9. And Catford Wanderers yet to register a point from their four games. Into Division 1. Catford FC, 22 points from 8 games. Bromley Road, 18 from 9. Southside Trojans, 16 from 9. FC Rondo, 15 from 7. Haywards FC, 14 from 8. South London Doves, 13 from 7. Kibrook Kings, 7 points from their 8 games. Three Little Birds, 5 points from 5 games. Orbiton Athletic, 4 points from 7 games. People's FC Reserves, 3 points from 7 games. And New Life United, one point from their seven games. That's where we are. I'll give you another rundown just before Christmas. Only a few more games and there'll be a Christmas break. But if you're playing this week, enjoy, stay safe, injury-free. Until next week, bye. Welcome back to your latest roundup of the Southern Veterans Football League part of the Selk Grassroots podcast. <coughs> Excuse me. Let's get straight into the results for last Saturday, 25th of November. Just the one Division 1 result. Um, and that was the one I was involved in for LSU. Um, LSU winners over Leon Stars 
um, in a very physical game. Um, and on the whole, pretty enjoyable, to be fair. Um, <coughs> elsewhere, Division 2, um, LSU again, victors 5-1 over Seagas. So a good day for the LSU first and second team. Um, Bow Street Runners versus Gravesham Borough A was given as a home walkover. Um, into Division 3. Bromleyans 2, Kingsdale 5. Uh, Wallingham B2, Hollington um, Masters 4. And oh, I think that's the Legends actually. Sorry, Hollington Legends 4. Um, elsewhere, Division 4, Cudham United 7, Norwood Lakers nil, Warren Athletic 5, Catford Wanderers Old Boy is four. Um, into Division Five, Blythe Hill one, Kamazi Strikers four, Kamazi keeping their winning run going. Um, elsewhere, Division Five, Croy Gas Phoenix two, Old Peppy's first eleven five. Um, SP Athletic seconds versus AFC Lewisham was given as an away walkover. And lastly, in Division 5, Westrom Seniors, Seniors nil, Sporting Club Thamesmead 8. A good win on the road there for Sporting Club Thamesmead. <coughs> uh, Division 6, Chipstead nil, Crawford Arrows 1. Seagas Supervets 4. LSU Seniors 3. Slade Green Knights. Neil Alpenton 3. Division 7. AFC Green Court 5. Wardenham Supervets 2. Old Peppies 4. Gravesham Borough B 4. Petswood Seniors. Neil Bromley 2. Alright, moving on to cups there was a few cups um being played over the weekend um starting in the beckenham hospital charity cup um some big scores in there um johnson and phillips nine lsu mavericks one absolute trouncing by johnson and phillips there over the lsu boys um i think that's the third team i think um Seymour Villa, four, independent, second 11, one. The tough times keep rolling on for independent. Um, where are we now? South East Athletic, one, Sporting Santos, eight. Um, I think that's, yeah, Division One versus Division Three or possibly four. Um Maybe even lower, but yeah, that's obviously a complete mismatch, really. Um, elsewhere for South East Athletic, second 11 4, Wellham Park 2. So there was some good news for them on the day. Um, still in the Beckenham Hospital Cup, um, Sporting Croydon 1, Who Vets Red 1, um, with Who Vets Red coming out on top 4 2 on penalties. Um, Sydney Sports 1, Long Lane 2. Um, Wallingham A9, New Park Vets, Petswood. 
I'm not sure which team that is, to be honest. Um, nil. It doesn't matter. They got spanked. Um, so, yeah, Longlands Athletic 1, New Park Vets 2000. Um, that is the second team for New Park 1. Um, and that was penalties, Longlands Athletic going through on penalties for 2. Into the SVFL Senior Cup. SPF Letic, Neil Hollington, eight. Um, that's that's um, that's a big, big victory there. Um, and to be fair, I would have thought that would have been a lot tighter. SPF Letic doing well in Division 2. Um, Hollington up a bit, up and down in Division 1. So I would have thought that would have been a bit closer, to be fair. But... Clearly, Hollington put it together on that day and a crushing victory sees them through to the next round. Um, moving on to the Kent Veterans Cup. APM Vets versus Metro Gas was postponed. And I wonder why Charcoal have been quiet on their socials because they went through um, but hasn't heard much about it. So... Aylesford men's uh, veterans two, charcoal two, with charcoal victory uh, victors after penalties four three, um yeah but not really much said on their social media about it so obviously a very hard fought battle I think the only team so far that's took oh no I think charcoal dropped points early on in the season but yeah um certainly um a good. Good draw there for, for Aylesford. They put up a good performance by the sounds of it. Um, certainly by the scoreline anyway. I'm unlucky to go on pens. Um, elsewhere in the Kent Cup, Hayden Youth versus X-Blues was given as a home walkover. And the other <clears throat> game I saw a little bit of um, at Footscray was... New Park first eleven versus Greenways Aces, um, which was a complete mismatch. Um, with New Park running out eleven four winners, and yeah, the goals that Greenways scored, to be fair, um, were all when New Park were coasting. Um, so everyone was trying to get on the score sheet, so lost a bit of shape. But yeah, um, a good victory for New Park, moving them through to the next round. Looking ahead at the fixtures for the 2nd of December. I think this is again another um, heavily built out fixture list with um, cup matches. Just the one league fixture in Division 1, which is Hoddington versus Wardenham A, which will be a good battle. Wardenham A are unbeaten in the league. Um and against Hollington, who had a very good victory, obviously 8-0 in a cup last weekend. So, um, albeit I believe another Hollington player has left um, their side. But I think they picked up a few on loan from Charcoal. So, unless, so I think actually maybe some of them have gone to the other Holl um, Hollington team. But yeah, we'll see. Um Catford won into Division 2, so Catford Wanderers versus Parkwood Rangers. Kawuya versus Bow Street Runners. And SP Athletic versus Long Lane. Um, 
X into Division 3, so X Blues versus Johnson and Phillips. Um, Kingsdale versus New Park 2000. Warningham B versus Southeast Athletic. Into Division 4, Cardam United versus Warren Athletic. Um, Greenwich Challenge versus Catford Wanderers Old Boys. Independent Red versus Sydenham Sports. That'll be interesting. Um, see if Sydenham can get a win there. Um, independent of just a scr- a scratching around to try and get any kind of result. So, and um, Sydenham had a narrow loss against Long Lane in a cup who were in Division 2, so um, two divisions above them. So, you know, they obviously battled well last weekend. And uh, from what I heard, they were unlucky not to to take something from that, really, and uh, progress themselves to the next round. Um, into Division 5, Kamazi Strikers versus Quagas Phoenix. SP Athletic, second 11 versus Westrum. Into Division 6, Chips did versus Southeast Athletic, second 11. Hoovets Red versus Orpington. Um, Longlands Athletic versus Slade Green Knights. Division 7. Gravesham Borough B versus LSU Supervets. Petswood Seniors versus Guru Nanak. And Seymour Villa versus Old Peppies, second 11. Um, right, starting off the list of cups. In the Beckenham Hospital Charity Cup. Have Borden Sports Old Boys versus New Park First Team. Uh, Greenways Aces versus Beaverwood. Hayden Youth Association versus Hollington. Um, I believe that's the second Hollington. So Hollington Legends, I think now. Um, so. Lastly, in the Beckenham Hospital Cup, is Sporting Club Thamesmead versus LSU Seniors. Uh, the Chairman's Cup. Bromley versus Farnborough Old Boys Guild. Um, Crayford Arrows versus Seagas. And Welling Park versus Warningham Supervets. Still... <clears throat> Moving on, sorry, into the SVFL Junior Cup. AFC Lewisham versus Blythe Hill. And in the SVFL Senior Cup, um, the Battle of LSU. Um, it sees the LSU Legends, which is the second 11, versus LSU Masters, first 11. Um, so, yeah, the Battle of LSU down at Footscray Rugby Club. Um, should be interesting. Um, still in the Senior Cup, just one other fixture in that, and that is Sporting Santos versus Seagas. Lastly, oh no, actually, another cup, Kent Veterans Cup. Um, Independent First Eleven versus Rubicon Limerick. I know nothing of them. I've never even heard of them, I don't think. Um... And the last one is the Kent Junior Cup, um, which actually I don't think there's any of our teams. So Rochester versus Coxton. Yeah, so 
we'll forget that one. Um, so that is all your cups and league fixtures for Saturday, the 2nd of December. Um, quick look at the leagues as we are coming up to the end of November. Um, Division 1, leading away, warning them, unbeaten, 15 points on the board from their five games. Um, then you've got Edishu in second with 12 points, Charcoal third with 10, Sporting Santos fourth with nine, Hollington fifth with nine as well, so goal difference splitting the Sporting Santos and Hollington, sixth Independent with six points, um, Leon Stars in seventh with six, and eighth are Metro Gas with four, and last but not least, New Park in ninth with just three points. Across to Division 2. Leading away, unbeaten, Kawuya. 18 points from their six games. Um, maximum for them. Bow Street Runners in seventh with 13. It looks like Kawuya are going to romp that league, to be perfectly honest. Um, so, yeah, Bow Street Runners are in second with 13. SP Athletic third with 10. So that's why I thought the Hollington versus SP Athletic game would be a lot closer with SP Athletic only in... You know, sitting third in Division 2. Um, yeah, strange. Depends, obviously, what the players on the day, I guess, yeah. Um, so, cracking on one that. Uh, fourth is Catford Wanderers with 10 points. Fifth, LSU Legends with 8. Parkwood Rangers are in sixth with 6 points. And seventh, Seagas um, with 5 points. And in eighth, it's Long Lane for, um, with 5 and Gravesham Borough AR in bottom spot with five as well. About minus 15 goal difference, which is big. So, into Division 3. Um, leading away, Borden Sports Old Boys um, with 20 points. Um, Hayden Youth Association are in second with 16 Hollington Legends are in third with 16 as well. But there is a bit of a goal difference swing there. 12, 12 the difference. Um, which is yeah, equivalent of a good, decent point, really. Bromleyans are in fourth with 12 points. Kingsdale are in fifth with 10. Johnson and Phillips in sixth with six, but have only played four games. Um, and most of the others have played at least seven, eight, or you know, even up to nine. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised to see them progress up the table when they get some more league fixtures under their belts. Um, seventh is X Blues with six points. New Park are in eighth with six points. Ninth is Southeast Athletic with three points, and bottom of the pile is Warningham B with nil points. <clears throat> On to Division 4, which sees Sporting Croydon leading the way with 16 points. Greenway's Aces are in second with 15 points. Cardam United are in third with 13. Sydney Sports are in fourth with 13, so goal difference splitting them. It's still quite tight. Sydney Sports got a game in hand as well. 
Uh, Warren Athletic in fifth with 12 points. Um, Greenwich Challenge in sixth with eight points. And Norwood Lakers in seventh with six points. Independent Red, second 11, are eighth with three points. And Catford Wanderers Old Boys are having a horrible season by the looks of it. Um, only two points and a bottom of the pile from the eight games played. <clears throat> Elsewhere, Division 5. They have Old Peppies leading away unbeaten from the seven games, 21 points maximum. Um, Kamazi are in second. Um, Kamazi debut season, but I know... Like a few of the players from days gone by um, and other teams and stuff. Um, so, yeah, um, a good bunch of lads at Kamazi Strikers and a very good bunch of footballers as well. So um, they're doing well and I expect them to go up as well, to be perfectly honest. Um, I know it's still early days, um, but I can see those for, um, top two being the top two for the rest of the season, to be perfectly honest. Um Croigas Phoenix are in third with 16 points. Sporting Club Thamesmead are in fourth with 12. AFC Lewisham are in fifth with 10. Westrum Seniors are in sixth with seven points. Seventh is Blythe Hill with six points. And then in the bottom two spots, SP Athletic second 11 are in eighth with three points. And LSU Mavericks, bottom of the lot, with just two points. <clears throat> they'll be clinging on to the fact they've only played five league games and that they can perhaps, hopefully, make up um, some points on games in hand to get themselves off the bottom of the pack. Right, across to Division 6. We have the seniors, LSU seniors, leading the way. 16 points from 8 games. Good good going, boys. Um, in second, Seagas Supervets with 15 points. Hoovets Red are in third with 15 as well. Fourth is Crayford Arrows with 12. Southeast Athletic, second 11 and 5. In fifth, sorry, with 10. Um, Alpenton are sixth with 7 points. Chips did in 7th with 6 points. Longlands Athletic in 8th with 3 points. Slade Green Knights are 9th with just 1 point. And Welling Park are bottom of the pole with nil points. But they've only played 2 games. So I have no idea what's happened if they're doing alright in the Cups. But most of that division has played at least 6 or 7 and they've only played two and got nothing from them. So, don't know. Watch this space. Um, and finishing off, Division 7. Leading away, Guru Nanak with 21 points from nine games. Seymour Villa, 19 points from nine games. It's quite tight at the top, actually. Farnborough Old Boys are in third with 18. And they got a game in hand over the top two. So, 
Um, and they got a monster, absolute monster goal difference, plus 37, um, where everyone else is averaging probably like, the ones that are in positives are like only just in double figures. Um, so that is absolutely mad. Um, Old Pepe second 11 in fourth with 16. Graves from Borough B are in fifth with 11. Borden Sports Old Boys um, in sixth with 10. And then seventh is AFC Greencourt with nine points. Bromley are in eighth with nine points. Same as Petswood Seniors with nine. Um, goal difference split in them all. And Warden and Super Vets are 10th with 6 points. And LSU Super Vets are bottom of the pack with nil points from their 6 games. But the old boys just play for health and mental health releases as well as physical um, fitness. And just to keep playing. So they enjoy just getting on the pitch. Um, so yeah. Um, that's the story so far in the leagues. Um, good luck to everyone in your fixtures this weekend, league or cup, whatever it may be. And um, hopefully this weather um, doesn't get too many games called off. Um, <clears throat> I think we're due snow from what I heard. But yeah, hopefully the weather been wrong. Um, but yeah, good luck to everyone getting out on the pitch this weekend. Cheers. Welcome to the Watford Sunday League podcast for games played on Sunday the 26th of November. In the Hertfordshire FA Intermediate Cup third round, soccer, the league's last remaining team in this competition, made it through to the quarterfinals after a 3-0 away win over St Ippolit's FC Rangers. After some tough opening exchanges, Socket scored thanks to a Michael Kofi penalty, which was awarded after George Kofi had been brought down in the area. Just before half-time, the lead was doubled when Jordan Austin laid the ball off to George Kofi, who dribbled past two, two prior defenders before laying the ball off to Stevie Dowling, who slotted home from close range. In the second half, the victory was sealed thanks to a long-range effort from Jake Howe. Soccer will now face the winners of the tie between Saints FC and Ashwell on February the 18th. In the Dennis Jackson Intermediate Cup first round, the all-second division tie between Watford U Sports and West Hearts saw the home side run out for two winners. The home side went ahead after 20 minutes, thanks to a well-worked goal. Lewis Taverner cut in from the left ring, passing to Louis Muncie, who chipped the ball over the central defenders for Oliver Frost to volley home from 12 yards out. West Hart soon drew level, thanks to a penalty converted by Declan O'Gorman. Watford soon restored the lead thanks to a penalty of their own, 
which was slotted home by Oliver Frost. Frost then, within two minutes, completed his hat-trick after he was once again set up via Lewis Taverner and Muncie. In the second half, West Hearts pulled themselves back into the game when Dylan Caton curled in an effort from 20 yards out. And soon after, they struck the post. But the win was sealed when Louis Muncy smashed home a rebound in off the stanchion from 10 yards out. Third Division Cubs Park Royals caused a minor upset when they defeated the team currently bottom of the division above them, Abbott's Wanderers 2-0. Robert De Silva and Liam Coles with the goals for Carpenters Park Royals. In the Premier Division, leaders North Watford defeated Abbott's Langley Club 2-0 thanks to goals from Lee Armit and Ashley Lewis. Second-place Caspi Rangers missed the chance to keep level on points with them as they were held 2-2 by Forza Watford. Rangers saw the results as two points lost as they twice lost the lead. Rangers went ahead early on when a ball was played in to Taylor Osawondo's feet by Sam Mortimer who held up well on the edge of the box and played a reverse pass behind the back line, which was picked up by Alexi Andreas, who timed his run perfectly and slotted past the keeper from 15 yards. Forza Watford drew level following a penalty, which was first saved, but the rebound was put away. In the second half, when Jaden Chamberlain played well into Taylor Osawondo's feet with his back to goal 30 yards out who then killed the ball in mid-air and spun the ball over a defender to lash a shot home into the top right corner but it was not enough to win the game when Forza scored following a corner in Division 1 Bottom place Batsworth gained a fourth point of the season when they battled back from 2-0 down to draw 2-2 against leaders Watford Sports. Taylor Kemp gave Sports the lead after a well-worked link-up play with Carl Davis. In the second half, Kemp again was on target when he drilled the ball home and the leaders looked on course for all three points. But the home side, despite being bottom of the league, fought back after a brave change in formation to a more attacking one, and it paid off when Dylan Rose scored at the back post. And then, a header from Dylan hit a defender and went into the net for an own goal to create the equaliser. The two points dropped by Watford Sports mean the Cross are now in second place, three points behind the leaders with a game in hand as they easily swept aside Langleyberry 5-0. Theo Soares opened the scoring with a composed finish and then, just before the break, he saw his shot turn past 
his own keeper by a Langleybury defender. Early in the second half, Saws netted his second goal of the game before Raphael Waradu rounded the keeper to slot home from close range. He then turned provider with five minutes left to go to put through Stefani Grimes fourth to curl the ball around the keeper for the fifth goal. In Division 2, Dunning's Bar won the bragging rights in the St Albans Road Bar derby as they ran out 3-1 winners against Stone Bar. Harley Wilson scored a double alongside a goal from Hamish Muir. Jay Haynes netted the single Dunbar reply. Sparta Phoenix took advantage of Everett Rovers' week off to cut the gap at the top of the table to just two points as they edged past Inter 3-2. Matt Lewis, Floyd Thompson and Philip Clark with the vital goals. And Gabriel Casagrande and Sam Conway scoring for the visitors. St Joseph's Reserves beat Hertfordshire Athletic 3-1, who could well be considered the most inconsistent team in the whole league, league's four divisions, as they failed to build on last week's 7-0 win. Jack McLaughlin scored for Athletic, but Joe's Reserves replied with goals from a Mitchell Teal with a double, and one from Ben Cowan. In Division 3, 27 goals were scored in the five games in the bottom division. Leaders Woodside Reserves made it nine wins from nine as they beat Abbott's Athletic 5-0, with five different goal scorers, uh, who were Alex Moore, Louis Potak, Elliot Smith, Joe McCarthy and Tyrone Brandy. Elsewhere, FC Railway are still on their tail, three points behind as they gained an eighth win out of nine, as they overcame Everett Rovers' reserves 4-0. Danny Wallace with a double and a goal each for Aaron Bahad and Charlie Fisher. In third place, but some five points behind Railway, although they do have a game in hand, are Chorley Wood Club AFC, who came through a seven-goal thriller 4-3 against Brickywood Acorns. Joe Burzins, Andy Parslow, George Blanks and Rob Barron with the home side's goals, with Conrad Holland, Jack Micklewright and Finley Evans on target for Acorns. Chorley Wood beat Mill Hill Village 3-2, Carl Barnett, Darius Murray and Jack Burrell all scoring for Shirley Wood, with Aidan Woods getting the two Mill Hill reply goals. AFC Watford's 6-0 win over PTH United has pushed them up into fourth place. David Agabeni was the star performer for AFC as he struck four times, supported by a goal each for Jordan Stagg and Connor Judge. That's it for all this week's games, and we'll be back with you next week 
with all the results and uh, details of the scorers and games from the 3rd of December. So that is it, the end of another show. Thank you to our sponsors, the Down to Play app, Magpie Recruitment, Baldwin Sports Youth, Grassroots Football, GRF, Skipper Sportswear, Adrenaline Rush Laser Tag, the Grassroots Graphics and Awards FC. Thank you for listening to the show and I'll see you next week. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.